0: It is championship weekend in the NFL, and it is episode thirty of the Football Fig Nuts podcast. I am Britt. I'm Craig, and there is not a ton to talk about in DFS and fantasy this week, but there is a whole ton to <laughs> talk about in the real NFL. There we'll is. talk a little bit about. Is there even fantasy polls this week? I haven't even probably. Looked. I have been so. There I had such. I had a rotten week last week during. Um, was it divisional weekend? So yeah, it was I bad. didn't even look. But uh, there's so much going on in the NFL. But first, we start where we always start. Craig, what are you drinking?
1: I am drinking a lovely Miles to Go.
0: Have we had Miles to Go yet on the I, podcast? I
1: think so. Okay, I'll have to look it up. Okay, so we this
0: this is a a uh, limited seasonal beer by Two Roads Brewing in Stratford, Connecticut. Hashtag sponsor us. One day. Um, it's an unfiltered lager. Now, did we discuss the unfiltered lager thing and the live yeast? And you have to yes. be careful. Okay, mm-hmm. just want to yeah. make sure because you know I'm getting old. I don't remember things, and this is 30 <laughs> episodes in. That's right. I mean, I don't know it's how a people long are... way
1: from uh, August.
0: Right. I mean, I apologize for the episode being late. It is my fault. I was sick at the beginning of this it's going week. Going around, man. It really it's going is. Around. It really is. And we were g- thinking about canceling, and then we basically had a two man riot on my front lawn with pitchforks and torches, with Cinch and Deb. Hi, Deb. Hi, Deb. Uh, like cinch yeah and high cinch they're like you can't cancel you can't take a week off I'm like I, I, I'm near death <laughs> you know g- give me some, you know but they were like yeah well so I felt better and Craig was like yeah we'll do it Friday and we'll do it live damn it yeah so so here we are and here we are with championship week so I'm also drinking? drinking I'm drinking a miles to go oh, as well you are know. you kidding me I'm not if you're having a miles to go I'm having a miles to go I'm not a lager guide. let me start by saying that but I love miles to go I love Miles to Go. And I think we have discussed it because this is the one Two Roads beer my father-in-law, John, actually is like, I really like that. Really? Well, he's a very, he's a very, um. what's the right word to say? Because- I don't want to downplay it. He likes Bud. He likes Bud Light. He likes your more traditional American lagers that's been around for a long time. I guess traditionalist would be the word to use.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, he's not really into the whole craft beer movement. He likes the stuff that he knows he's liked for a long time. Right. So, you know, getting him to try anything from Two Roads is like an act of Congress. And finally, I think it was at Thanksgiving, I just said, Dad, you have to try this beer. It might have been Christmas. And he tried uh, like a half a glass of it. And he was like, that's really good. I would drink that. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's that's that's a, a, a miles to go by two roads. So, you know, if he if he likes it and I like it, then that must be something. But I wish they would make it year round, but they don't. They only make it um, during the winter season. So anyway, all right. So we're both drinking miles to go. We're both talking football. We're still trying to figure out what we're going to do during the offseason. I started a Twitter poll. If you're hearing this <coughs> in the vicinity of yeah. the 20th of January, um, there is a Twitter poll up, I think, through like the 23rd or 24th. Um, what should we do during the new off season? Should we continue to do weekly podcasts about football? Should we do less frequent podcasts about football? Should we just go on hiatus? Or the fourth option would be, let's talk about something else. And I think Craig is tapping it up right now to tell us where we are as of recording time. That's right. We're, it's loading. Well, while you're low, while you're loading, I'm drinking. There it is. And that's not it. Hmm. Don't do that when I'm having a mouthful of beer. I almost just seriously spit beer all over the mic. <laughs> and there that it is. That would That's be not bad. It. Yeah, it would be bad.
1: You got all right, it? Well, the first poll I put up.
0: Oh, yeah. We have two polls to review.
1: Um, with all the, the poll I put up was the coordinators and assistants leaving the Patriots. Brady's over 40-plus. Yeah. Uh, and then Bill Belichick, who knows what he's doing. How do you see the Patriots finishing next season? And the options were plus 500, minus 500, Super Bowl twenty, and how did that end up? Uh, there's twelve votes, twenty five percent at Patriots finish over five hundred. Okay, seventeen percent uh, under five hundred. Okay, fifty eight percent Super Bowl twenty.
0: Is that the Super Bowl they lost to, to the Bears? To the Bears, horribly. <laughs> they lost to the, no. They didn't lose a Super Bowl to the Bears. Yeah, they did. Bears had the Bears won Super Bowl twenty. Oh, oh, that. Oh, that's the New England Patriots and me. Okay. You know what? <laughs> it, it doesn't feel like it's been 30 years since that. Sad, that's right? That's, what, that's why that Sad threw me off. Scary. The number threw me off for a second. Okay. So I've got the other one up. So far, we've only got nine votes. We've got another four days on this. So you've basically got till Tuesday, which is like the 23rd. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, 67% of the people would like to see us continue to do the podcast and talk about something other than football. And a third would still like us to see us do weekly podcasts about football. All right. I, I don't think there's enough football to talk about during the offseason, season. To, to do still a draft but yeah i mean as we approach the draft and you know one person suggested to us uh, i got a private email about it why is, why don't you guys do something you can archive and then refer back to later like an introduction to fantasy football which is kind of what we did a two second version of in the preseason in the yeah but we could do like an entire like segment on, or an entire like podcast on these are the different sites that people use here's the daily sites here's the season long sites here's the best ball sites we could just really give a basic introduction. I don't know what we're gonna do. We might sit here and talk about about My Little Pony. I haven't decided yet. Craig hasn't decided yet. I don't we think he's no on. Idea. He has. He's not on board with the My Little Pony thing though. but, <laughs> but in the meantime, we have football to talk about. We do. Let's start. With burning hot take questions. All right. I have a series of them today. Oh boy. So, would you like to start? And we're not going to, normally we do three because we have to move things along. Mm-hmm. We're just going to go until we run out of questions to throw at each other for, you know, All so right. this might be a long segment. Right. Would you like to start or would you like me to start? Sure. Okay. Pick your poison. I've got four questions in front of me. Pick a number between one and four. Three. Number three. Mm-hmm. The Cleveland Browns have interviewed an interesting individual for their offensive assistant position, okay. a gentleman you're familiar with, mm-hmm. by the name of Ken Zampezi. Mm-hmm. Who, if you remember, for those who don't know Ken Zampezi, he was the gentleman who everyone pointed at when the Bengals couldn't score in what the first three games of the season. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't, that when their first offensive touchdown was like what week game four or five, week four know. or five, right? This is the guy who was the offensive coordinator for the Cincinnati Bengals and was promptly fired. Um, oh, my phone's ringing. Why is my phone ringing? Mm. Middletown. Oh, the only, oh, that's work. <laughs> that's probably work, and it can go to... It is a Friday night <laughs> at 5.55 p.m. Unless someone is on fire, someone else can handle it. Okay, so back to back to football.
1: Yep.
0: Um, Ken Zampisi possibly going as an offensive assistant mm-hmm. to the Browns, mm-hmm. failed coordinator of the Bengals. Mm-hmm. You would know this man, you would know his systems because he well, he worked for your team for more than a year, right? He was a
1: quarterback. Yeah, he was there for a long time. He was there for a he while. Was a quarterback coach. Is this
0: a good move for the Browns?
1: Uh, it is only because he has a relationship with you and they know each other. So, so you, there's not a lot of learning get to know you how do you coach this is our system kind of thing so obviously
0: hugh thinks there's something because hugh came from the Bengals. yes and he was the oc
1: he was at one point
0: so the zampisi succeed him mm-hmm. okay so this is a guy who worked under hugh and now he's basically going back to work under hugh again and so is this is this is he like a quarterback whisperer type i mean is uh, this... he was a quarterback coach so, are they bringing him in as an offensive assistant to, to kind of work on Kaiser? You think? Why would they be bringing him on?
1: Um, probably. I don't know. I feel like the Browns are going to land a uh, a uh, free agent quarterback
0: to mentor Kaiser, or do you think they're done with Kaiser already?
1: I don't think they're done with him,
0: but he needs but a mentoring. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. I and can having, see that.
1: Having um, Mr. Z there is part. I think part
0: of their plan. Okay, I can see that. I definitely think the Browns are going to be looking at, and I I apologize, I'm drawing a blank on name. We need to get my brother on here for the college stuff, particularly <laughs> as we get closer to the draft. the The kid from Penn State, I don't even know if he's declared yet. Um, but if he if he is, he he's I think the Browns have got to pick him up first. The problem with picking him first is then what do you do with Duke Johnson and or Isaiah Crowell? So. We've had that conversation before. No. But
1: well, all running back is it's all running back by committee now. So, so
0: Zampese to Zampese to the Browns would be a good hire for the Browns. Yes. For the Browns. Okay. Question the second to Craig.
1: So there is talk. Yeah. That a certain Mister Tom Brady. Yeah. Got hurt in practice. Yes. Um. Apparently it was a bad handoff, and someone ran into his hand. Correct. Now the latest thing I have read is that it's much worse than initially reported.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, if Brady can't perform, or can't let's say he can't play, mm-hmm. do you think after this game, let's hypothetically say Jacksonville wins? Yeah. Do you think Belichick is just on a bus to another team at that point? Since Garoppolo was his like key backup. <laughs>
0: Well, if you think about it, he's traded away both key backups. because Well, not him. Well, the organization. Mm -hmm. Jacoby Brissett went to Indy, and nobody was thrilled with Jacoby Brissett. And we saw why in Indianapolis. His learning curve is steep. Talented young man, but he has a steep learning curve, particularly going from one team to another. Um, And now with the Garoppolo trade, which uh, all reports I've heard say Belichick was not happy about that that no, happened. that's what I've
1: heard, too. He was not a happy person.
0: <sighs> I think I'm going to take the injury out of the equation because I think the Jags have a chance to win this game outright. I do, too. Um, and you called the Jags win last week over Pittsburgh. I did. Hashtag Oracle. Hashtag Oracle to Craig, who <laughs> clearly called it. Um, and I'll get into that in a minute because I, I I'll, that's actually one of my questions on here is, is about that. Um, I, think, I think that... Belichick is in it for the long haul. If if he's going to retire, he's going to retire, and he'll probably be out of football for a year or two. Um, might pull a Gruden. I don't know. But uh, I don't think I,
1: he'll like replay of the Jets and just be on another plane somewhere else.
0: <laughs> no, no, I don't. I, I personally don't. I personally don't. And I, and I and I I think league player leagues league officials and league heads talk to each other all the time. Owners talk to each other all the time. Head coaches talk to each other all the time. Uh, GMs talk to each other all the time. No one is waiting on their head coaching search right now. Every single organization with an opening is interviewing. Even if they're not interviewing their prime candidate because they happen to be uh, a coordinator for the Patriots right now, they're interviewing somebody. I have not heard Bill Belichick's name bandied as a what-if anywhere at all. And I mean, the lists are deep. Arizona hasn't hired a head coach yet. They've got like six or seven guys on their list. I, I hear that the list is like six or seven long, but there's really only one or two contenders. But no, I don't think anybody's waiting on Belichick. So I think if he did leave New England, he'd be out of football for the next year, at the very least, at the very least. But I would not be surprised when Brady's done, if Belichick's done, if they ride off in the sunset together. I really would not.
1: No, that wouldn't be surprising.
0: So what do you think?
1: I don't know. I think I just feel like Bill is so uh, upset, for lack of a better word. Okay. That now something now that clearly something has happened to Brady. I think they're I think they're in a bad spot. Agreed against against uh, against Jacksonville.
0: Well, here's the thing: New England has never been forthcoming with injuries. It's no, been criticized no, no. about before. So I think this: is he really hurt? Is he really fine? kind of conversation is what belichick wants belichick wants the jaguars crossing their fingers and hoping brady doesn't play that that's what he wants he wants them second guessing their game prep he wants them wasting time so to speak preparing for the backup i don't even know who the backup is
1: there anymore. i have no idea <laughs> they keep
0: trading away their quarterbacks i have no idea who would play might be the puncher I've heard reports that he needed four stitches in the thumb and it's fine. I've heard reports that he needed stitches in the thumb and it's not flexing because it's right on the knuckle and he can't flex the thumb. I've heard that it's way worse than... I heard
1: his x-rays are okay, but it's not good. Yeah,
0: but I mean, it's on the knuckle. So that means, I mean, you can't bend it. You have stitches there. Every time you bend it, you're (laughs) ripping open the wound. I mean, the stitches are going to hold it mostly closed, but you've got the bloody sock situation from Kurt Schilling is basically (laughs) what you've got. You know, you've got an injury, it's contained, but it's not healed, and you're risking it every time you use that muscle or part of the body, and you need that. You cannot throw a football without your thumb. Nope. Go ahead and try it. You know who the only man who might be able to do it might be? Be like Shaquille O'Neal, because he has massive, like, head-sized hands. He could probably palm the damn thing. But yet, no, no, it's impossible to do, and you can't risk Brady out there if he can't throw the ball. You can't. You just. Now, have you
1: ever notice when he knows he's gonna get sacked, he just falls over? Yes. Like a like a like those goats that like... just fall over when <laughs> <and> they're scared. <laughs> see, see how I related him and goat. See, there, there you what go. I did there? See, so he is you just the ever goat. Ever watch ever watch him play, and you watch him know that he's going to get sacked, he just falls over.
0: Someone needs to meme that. Someone needs to put a picture of a goat that's... A, a, they call it fainting goats. Goats yeah. fainting. They need to put a fainting goat next to a picture of Tom Brady synced up in real time where they fall at the same time. I would pay money to see that. Not a lot of money, but I would pay money to see that. And all of our Patriots friends would hate that. They would. But so it'd be amusing. I mean, if you're a Patriots fan, if you're one of our friends, Keith, my brother Adam, or Cinch, or you're nervous right now because... Even if you're not saying you're nervous, you're nervous because you don't know where what, what his status is at. So, I don't know. I Blake Bortles is so unpredictable, and I'm I jumping ahead, <laughs> jumping ahead into um, like the the preview kind of segment of here in the middle of burning hot take questions. He is so unpredictable that if he goes out there and he has the best game of his career, I mean, think about remember how well he played earlier this year in London against Miami. Mm-hmm. Where he blazed my Miami, he made them look like they had never seen him play before. He completed three what three touchdown passes? Was it Mercedes Lewis? Probably his tight end who had not caught a who caught two balls in the last year and like the last sixteen games had caught two balls for one touchdown, and he completed three touchdown passes to him. It, it's it's insane, it's insane. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. All right, burning hot take question number three. All right. All right, well, you just... Number four was about Brady, and you answered number three. All right, okay. So questions one or two, or I can make something up. Question number one. Todd Haley, out in Pittsburgh. Yes. He has become the Ken Zampezi of the Pittsburgh Steelers.
1: Because Ben's not allowed to run a quarterback sneak.
0: Right. Does getting rid of Todd Haley fix the offensive problems with the Steelers? Um... Keeping in mind that they just elevated Ben's like best friend on the team, his quarterback coach, to offensive coordinator. Does this solve the offensive problems?
1: At the very least, it lowers the amount of drama that has probably happened in Pittsburgh. I can see season. that. And in doing so, that will probably help them.
0: I mean, let's let's talk about Pittsburgh drama. What is right, my favorite so AFC team? My favorite AFC team. And <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie, I took a lot of pleasure in watching them them lose. Um I think I, I put on uh the, the podcast uh Twitter feed a picture of Ezekiel Elliott doing the feed me more move oh, and yeah. going Brit yep. right now yep. with Steeler tears. You just keep feeding it to me. I'm fine with it. Um and we actually got blocked by a Steelers fan. Did I tell <laughs> that's you that's how you know we're getting popular. So Not no really. well no I retweeted I retweeted. a Steelers fan put out there um isn't it cute that Jacksonville fans actually feel like they have a chance in this game. And our friends at 360 Degree Football retweeted it because he—that's run yeah, he's a by a Steeler fan—and fan. Mm-hmm. he put it out there, which is how it caught my attention. Because 360 Football retweeted it, so I just retweeted his original tweet about how Jacksonville Jacksonville fans are cute with the the adage. This tweet did not age well. In under five minutes, this guy deleted his tweet and <laughs> blocked us, and I was just like, you know. Dude, nice. I make mistakes all the time. I've made mistakes on Twitter. I have people have come on there and said, "Should I start Joe Mixon or Todd Gurley?" And I'm like, "Oh, Joe Mixon's gonna blow up this week," and Todd <laughs> Gurley has 165 yards and three touchdowns. And then the guy's like, "Dude, we got it wrong." And I'm like, "Yeah, dude, I'm sorry. It happens. You know, that's sidebar. Is- don't start any Bengals till week four next year." Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Should I start Tyler Eifert or Rob Gronkowski? Tyler Eifert. I don't care if he's injured. I don't care if he's questionable. He's been downgraded to doubtful. Start him anyway. I didn't do that, but I'm just saying, you know, those of us who 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 do podcasts and do these things and and and, and, and the guys who do it for a living, we're not perfect. One day we'll get there. Yeah, we're not we're not perfect. None of us are. The difference is some folks out there will dodge it and some folks will own it. I will tell you when I'm wrong. And I'm wrong just about as many times as I'm right. That's what, deep. Well, that's why. <laughs> there you go. You know, so but some people on Twitter, when they're wrong about stuff, they overreact. And yeah. this guy just was like, you know, shutting it down. People are making fun of me. You know, and this is and this goes back to my problem with the Steelers. Don't over boast your position. Before you you're down 14 nothing, and you're tweeting, oh my God, it's cute that Jacksonville thinks they have a chance to win this game. No, just don't send that tweet. Send something, send something a little bit more um
1: neutral. Not neutral, but humble. Mm.
0: Wow, Pittsburgh needs to pull it together. You guys can do this. Hashtag go Pittsburgh or go Steelers, or something like that. You can still be a fan of the team and not be a guy who sounds like I don't even know how to describe <laughs> it. I don't, Craig's looking laughing because I he's just looking at me and like my face is contorted. <laughs> this is like where we need we need a webcam for this this podcast <laughs> next year. So maybe not. Maybe he'll start a GoFundMe. We'll go start a Go. Fun, well, webcams are cheap. You know, I wonder how much it would cost to post this thing to YouTube. I'll have to find out. <laughs> YouTube,
1: YouTube's free.
0: YouTube's free, so we could yeah. we could simulcast this.
1: Good, we, we can do it. We can put it on
0: Twitch. We could. We could do a lot next year. Maybe <laughs> we should experiment. That's what we should do with our summer. We should experiment with some of this uh, experimental stuff we're talking about. Exactly. We'll sit here and talk about. We'll do, we'll do NPR style though. We'll start doing our summer episodes. Will be NPR style. Where we're like, hello everyone, welcome to the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. I'm Brit and that's Craig. And tonight <laughs> we're going to be joined by some guests from uh, NPR. <laughs> anyway, all right. I'm getting way off topic. Uh. So anyway, what was my question? <laughs> oh, Pittsburgh. Todd Haley. Okay. Haley. Yes. So the, 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 the big drama was, was Ben Roethlisberg didn't like him. The Martavius Bryant blow up in the middle of the season that he wanted to be traded because he was being underutilized. Mm-hmm. The behavior of the team is still an issue. And I think Tomlin can fix that, which is why when people were like, Tomlin needs to go, I was like, no, but you need to start holding your professionals accountable for stuff other than disagreeing with you. When Le'Veon Bell puts on Twitter, that he's filling out a Dairy Queen application, you need to talk to him about that. When Antonio Brown is posting on, I can't remember what it was, it, must, it was one of the websites, a video of coach yelling at somebody during a practice, you need to do something about that.
1: Or that locker room after the hit.
0: That's, yes, the locker room after, exactly. All that kind of stuff adds up. When your man of the year nominee is rolling around on the ground in an attempt to see if he can get a piece of the quarterback and possibly knock him out of the game... These are issues you need to address. Yes. And that's where I think, and again, I think the Steelers can. So I don't think Todd Haley was the whole problem. Now, Todd Haley being a former Chiefs coach, I can tell you Todd Haley was part of the problem. Was he? Oh, absolutely.
1: What, what absolutely. Was, he? was he? a coordinator?
0: Uh, he was the offensive coordinator. Hmm. Oh, But at the Chiefs, he was the head coach. He
1: was? Yes. Hmm.
0: We stole him from Arizona where he was the OC under Wizard hunt and that was when Arizona was like twelve and four, and like blazing the world on fire. Um, he's his methods are very my way or the highway. Um, Tony Gonzalez was traded to Atlanta because he went to the owner and said, "I can't play for this coach." Wow, really? Yes. And the rumors on that have been well documented. The first thing that Todd Haley did when he got to the office and set up his desk was tell maintenance to take down all the reserved parking signs for the players. I think it was Romeo Cornell. He, per- he replaced Romeo Cornell used to give parking spaces based on seniority players who have been with the team for a longer period of time, got the park closer to the facility. Yeah. Tony Gonzalez had one of the front row spots, took down all the signs. So Tony Gonzalez comes pulling into the lot at five He's minutes to nine, where back. he needs to be a practice at nine. And he is parking all the way in the back and got barked at for being late for practice. And he was like, you guys took my parking spot. I had no idea you guys were going to do this. And they were like, well, no no one gets special treatment on my team. He's Tony freaking Gonzalez. He gets special (laughs) treatment on your team. Mm -hmm. That's like saying Rob Gronkowski gets no special treatment on the Patriots. That is BS. How many other players in the history of the Patriots hold party cruises during the offseason and don't get talked about by Belichick?
1: Uh, None that I can think of.
0: Remember when Ocho Cinco was there and he referred to him as the player every time he did something he didn't like? Mm -hmm. We don't hear that from Belichick because Gronk produces. So don't tell me that star players don't get or deserve special treatment. You get what you earn on the field in terms of treatment from your coach, and that's done based on Super Bowl wins. Tom Brady and Gronk, they do what they want. The fact that Tom Brady even had a personal trainer in the building in the first place with his own office (laughs) speaks to the fact that star players, coaches value them. Mm But Coaches value them. Yeah, Coaches look in there and go, well, I've got two choices. I can either pamper Brady, keep him happy and win more Super Bowls, or I can anger him and speed his departure. What do I want to do? Haley decided, I don't care if Tony Gonzalez leaves. It's more about the culture I'm trying to establish. That was a mistake. I'm going to say that again. That was a mistake, Todd Haley. I get the feeling he probably carried that kind of thought into Pittsburgh, and that's why he clashed with Big Ben so much. Ben has been around the league a long time. Ben knows something about offenses. I mean, I'm not saying he should be the offensive coordinator, or he's Peyton Manning should be calling but yeah, his plays. Yeah, I don't think
1: he was where he wouldn't let him audible into a quarterback sneak. Right. Like that just wasn't an option,
0: right? Why isn't it? You can an option? audible
1: to kneeling, but he couldn't do a quarterback sneak.
0: Why is that not an option?
1: Yeah, especially if you only need half a yard.
0: You need half. It's not what? like it's not like you're calling a quarterback draw with six to go on it fourth and like, six. What
1: six nine? You know? Yes,
0: <laughs> yes. What are you doing now? I, I, again, maybe he's worried about him getting injured. I don't know. Yeah, but still. Bottom line, he's not an idiot. He knows what he's supposed to do give him some, make him feel like he's got ownership of the process. And I don't feel Todd Haley does that as a coordinator or as a head coach. And I think that's why he's gone, you know? So, okay. Enough burning hot take questions because we we rambled a long time on that. We did. So, and that's okay because there isn't a whole lot to go over this week. So let's do the two second review of the divisional round. Jaguars beat Pittsburgh. As we mentioned, Craig called that. I cheered for it. I was excited. Um, Pittsburgh has some questions answered during the offseason. The good news is, chill out Pittsburgh fans. Relax. You you'll still have right. Antonio Brown. You still have the best Coming fantasy. from a Chiefs fan and a
1: Bengals fan. Yes. You'll be all right. You'll be all right.
0: <laughs> you have one of the best catching r- wide receivers. I won't say he's the best cuz the, the wide receiver pool is very deep. He's good. He is good. You have a top 5 wideout. You have the top 5 a top 5 rookie wideout in Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, a top Three running back. I'll, I'll say top five just because I'm being consistent. But yes, no question you have a top three, probably top three. Maybe the best running back in the league, particularly from a fantasy standpoint. You got a big Ben. You need a tight end.
1: Yeah, Jesse James isn't doing it. Jesse James.
0: And you need a healthy defense. Your defense was really good until it started getting banged up. That's you guys have all the pieces in place. What you need is your coaching staff, which they're fully capable of doing, to stand up and say, this is where we're drawing the line on certain behavior, and this is what we're going to do, and this is how we're going to do it, and we're going to be professionals, because that's why I really feel Pittsburgh fell short this year. They were not professional in a lot of situations where they needed to be. All right, so moving on from that game, the other side of the AFC was the Patriots' systematic dismantling of the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, I'll let Craig say what he wants to say about this, and then I have one sentence, and we're moving on. Go.
1: That was just not you know, I thought I thought Henry would get more more yardage since the their defense, the Patriots defense is not that good against the run in yep. general. But overall the game was just not good. The Titans were the worst team in the playoffs ever. And Britt is looking at his beer bottle confused.
0: I was just checking the born on date. Make oh. sure I'm not drinking a beer from like nineteen sixty three, another four year stout. <laughs> <laughs> Unorthodox, by the way, released. Yes, are seasonal stout. There's that's two right. of them in my fridge, and they're not. And they're in non-craft bottles this year. They're in 12 ounce bottles. So next time you're at the brewery, I know you'll. Does I, that price. mean they last longer? I have no idea. I don't okay. know. I don't understand beer. I just like it. <laughs> there you go. That should be the. Su- that's a that's subtitle of this week's the- episode. <laughs> yeah. I don't know beer. I just like it. Um. Okay. So here's the thing: the Tennessee Titan team that showed up to play the New England Patriots was a shell of the team that showed up to play the Kansas City Chiefs. If the Tennessee Titans had planned on putting together such a poor preparation and performance on the field, they should have simply kneeled down and lost to the Chiefs so that the Chiefs, a team that has beaten the Patriots this year, could have actually put on an entertaining game and losing. There's not coincidence that Mike Mularkey is out in Tennessee, and rightfully so. The only thing that would make this better is if someone took Marcus Mariota aside and said, you should have stayed at Oregon. And when he <laughs> says, well, I had to graduate someday, you should have said, no, you should have taken on like as many years as you possibly could and just stayed at Oregon forever. I, Tennessee's like my new hated team because, again, they knocked out the Chiefs and they played like gangbusters against the Chiefs offensively. They did. And then against the Patriots, they look like they would never seen a football.
1: That happens with everyone that plays the Patriots. Oh, it's they forget how to play. I don't know why. <sighs>
0: All right, let's move on to the Atlanta game. All right. Who the hell did Atlanta play? They lost. Is that Minnesota? No. The Saints. The Saints. The Saints played Minnesota. Who did no. Atlanta play?
1: No, Atlanta played the Saints.
0: Oh, Atlanta played the Saints. Okay. We're I'm getting back confused. a week. Yeah, Man, I'm, I'm, I'm through a beer. That's what it is. <laughs> All right, Atlanta Saints. Entertaining game. What we thought it was going to be, back and forth. Not really shocking. Um, Atlanta needs... Atlanta needs a game plan other than throw the ball to Julio Jones. They're not great at establishing the run. Devontae Freeman either goes off and feels really comfortable and has a great game, or he's going to have 12 carries for 24 yards. They've got to find a way to get him established regularly. I I haven't looked at it, but I guarantee you that if you look at the games where he had more than 15 points fantasy-wise...
1: sorry, they play the Eagles, my bad.
0: Who did Atlanta? See, I knew they didn't play New Orleans. New Orleans played Minnesota. We're like a week behind. So, no. I... all right. So Atlanta played Philly. Right. Right. Didn't. And again, I same think, thing though. I think Atlanta's offseason has to be focused around balancing the offense. Mohamed Sanu needs to become something better than. Well, he's open because three different guys are covering Julio Jones,
1: who has not been catching.
0: Yeah, I mean Julio has not been catching. So that that's an issue there. Um, and I think Minnesota, not Minnesota, God, you seem to be all, all week- wigged out. <laughs> Philadelphia showed that they can actually do well. Without Wentz. Without Wentz. I think they would be absolutely, this weekend, Philadelphia versus Minnesota would be an epic matchup if Wentz were healthy. Epic. Like, looking forward to it, like the old Niners-Cowboys kind of matchups mm. of the 90s. You know, I, I just, I think it could be really good. Here, here's great. the thing. Yeah.
1: So we were, we watched the end of that Saints-Vikings game. Yes, at the at the beer hole. Yes. Yeah, it's <laughs> shocking. We were drinking. <laughs> um, and we, you know, I really thought the Saints were going to win. Yeah. Um, that last play was incredible. Unbelievable. I feel bad for uh, Marcus because he's a rookie. He had a really good season.
0: Is he the guy who got the st- got stunned and, and fell over? Yes. Okay.
1: Uh, he had an interception in that game, but now everyone's going to remember him for this play. So, you know, you ever know this may, you know, he may become the next Ed Reed after this. Yeah. Um, but with that, that game took so much energy out of the Vikings. Do you think that uh, is a negative? No. Going f- forward than playing the Eagles? No. Than playing the Eagles at in Philadelphia?
0: No. No, and hold on a second. I'm checking something on Facebook. Facebook? Facebook. Uh, Google, sorry. Google doesn't own Facebook? No, they don't. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, there's the name I'm looking for. Okay. Um, I, I want to make sure I got the name right. No, I don't think Minnesota is going to be super winded. I think Minnesota is going to be okay. Um, they had a lot of time to, to read. And they're professionals. They're pros. They know that they've got a weak turnaround. They've got one week. No one's coming off of that game with a significant injury that I know of. So what I want to say about that. that Stefan Diggs'
1: ego kind of inflated.
0: Yes, it's huge. i, I if, if I were Philadelphia, I would make sure he ended up on his butt on the first play, even if it cost me 15 yards. I really would. <laughs> um,
1: Just for the record, I drafted Stefan Diggs, and I didn't play him after the season. Yeah. Because he wasn't the good. The problem
0: with Stefan <laughs> Diggs is that his fantasy point, and I said this in the preseason, I'll stand by it. I don't even <laughs> have it in front of me. I'm going to go through a season uh, week one, 10 points week two, three week three, four points week five, 15 points week six, 75 points week seven, two, he yep. is up or down. He either catches seven or eight passes a game and has a fantastic game. It, you just read it down. There's, there is no rhyme or reason to it. Even distribution for his point score. You know, here's what I'll say about, about the, the rookie, uh, safety. What was his name again? Marcus. Marcus. Okay. In his very first game as a rookie in the NFL. Oh crap. I just lost his name again. <laughs> I think I'm cut off. Charles Woodson. <laughs> there you go. Was with the Oakland Raiders. That was again and it was it was opening it was opening weekend. I think it was Monday night football. It was Chiefs Raiders, which is why I remember this game. The first play, I think it was Elvis Gerback. Wow. Yeah, I think it was Elvis. It might have been Steve Bono, but it was either Steve Bono or Elvis. It was one of them. It was a pass to Andre Risen, where Andre Risen basically shoved Woodson to the ground, caught the ball, went for 15 yards. Play two. They threw right at him again. Risen caught the ball and then dismissed Woodson, just like shoved him out of his way and ran for like 45 yards. Third play, Andre Risen on a crossing pattern. With Woodson Guardian. The first three plays were all completions to Andre Risen against Charles Woodson. They burned Charles Woodson. Andre Risen had something like 147 yards on like eight catches, like a touchdown. He slammed the ball in the kid's face back before there was taunting rules. <laughs> and Charles Woodson went on to have a Hall of Fame career. That's true. So, you know... I'm not worried about the minor setbacks like this. I remember watching this game going, man, Charles Woodson, he just won the Heisman. He's gonna be a total bust. (laughs) He is going to be a total bust for the Raiders. And he went on to have a tremendous career. So Marcus will rebound, but I don't know. New Orleans is going to be, you know, suffering from this. And the funny part of it was we, Craig and I were at the new beer hall in Bridgeport, Harlan house, which was very good by the way. Um, still has some growing pains to go through, but it was very good. And, uh, we were surprised by the number of people who were invested in the game. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of... Every time that when the Saints took the lead, half the place went absolutely nuts. When the Vikings and Stefan Diggs had that miracle takeover, the, half the other half of the place went nuts.
1: And then 10 minutes later, everyone left.
0: <laughs> and then 10 minutes later, everyone left, and it was Craig, me, and our, and our, a couple of our friends just sitting around finishing our beer and brats. But it, it, we had two... Deb, who is not a football fan, was sitting next to me, and my wife was sitting next to Craig. And both of them went wow, they can't stand football. Deb has no concept of what the game actually is and what the point of the game is. So, you know, and she said that to us, she goes, I understand you need to have more points than the other team, but how you get points and why people run this that's way. How
1: Herman Edwards coaches, right? You just play more points. to win
0: the game. <laughs> Hello. And that's a funny play. He's a, known as a defensive coach. And that's the funny part of that. But she has no concept of, of that kind of stuff. And, um, <laughs> My wife just doesn't care for football. She just does not like it. But even she said to me in the car ride on the way home, she said, um, "That was what are you? What is all this noise? A Dropping stuff." Keep I hope going. that's that's caught up because you have a you have a very sensitive mic. I know. All that banging you just probably heard is Craig trying to open a beer. Um, she said, even she said, I, "I have to admit, that was pretty exciting. That was a pretty exciting finish to the football game. So, kudos to both teams." Both NFC games were great to watch this weekend. Both of them were great to watch.
1: They were good games.
0: Now we move on. Is that, is that all four games? No, we. Well, yeah, we did. We cut over all yeah. four games. So now we move on to this weekend predictions. Jags at uh, Pats. I, I know. Really... I know the thumb puts things in a perspective, but what do you think?
1: I really want Jacksonville to win.
0: But who will win? I'm not asking you what you want. I know what you want because neither one of us are big fans of the Patriots. I'm a big fan of chaos. I would be thrilled <laughs> if there were different teams in the playoff every single Can year. Can you
1: imagine the Jaguars and the Vikings go to the Super Bowl and the Vikings are actually the first team to get a
0: home Super Bowl? I would love that. See, I'm pulling for the Vikings now because of it. I am. I am. I Because that's chaos. Yeah.
1: First off,
0: anyone who had a Super Bowl ticket could walk into the center of Minnesota, hold it up in the air, and go $15,000, and probably find a buyer. Probably. You know, I mean, that's that's going to be madness. So you're going to go Jags? Uh, yeah, I'm going to stay with them. I'm going to go Pats, but I would not be surprised. Just like you said, like I'm in the same place last week. I'm not willing to call the upset, but I won't be shocked by it, and I'm kind of hoping for it. I would love to see... Well let's see who it's Philadelphia Philadelphia. has never won a Super Bowl, has it? Um Has Philly even played in the Super Bowl?
1: I'll look it up. I think they have, I just don't think they've won.
0: So that would be a first time champion if we got Philly versus No. Oh.
1: What do you do? What is this? It's auto, you know, stupid ads. This is the
0: least professional podcast I've ever been a part of. <laughs> this is the we only podcast. We don't get paid for this. They're not professional. <laughs> we don't get paid for this. <laughs> Well, we did sell one shirt, so... We did.
1: But she Uh, got her money back, so it's all good.
0: (laughs) So do we still get paid? I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, um, but think about that. So Philadelphia versus Jacksonville, one team wins their first Um, Super Bowl.
1: They have gone to two Super Bowls, but haven't won.
0: Wait How can I sit here and ask if the Eagles have ever been to a Super Bowl? Donovan McNabb took them to the Super Bowl. Remember the terrible clock management? Yes. How would I even forget that?
1: Ah, you're drinking. Oh, yeah. So they've gone to two Super Bowls, haven't won. They've won three um,
0: championships before the Super Bowl era. Right. So, all right. So, if Philadelphia and Jacksonville both advanced, it would be between teams that have never won a Super Bowl. So, automatically, I want Jacksonville to beat the Pats. Now, conversely, what about an amazing narrative if Jacksonville were to march into Minnesota and win a Super Bowl on their home turf? Or if Minnesota, that'd won be
1: soul crushing for the Vikings.
0: And Minnesota only has, I think, one Super Bowl win. I think Super Bowl let's eight. I think they've appeared two or three times, but they they lost to the Chiefs in Super Bowl seven. I think they won Super Bowl eight. Um, <laughs> Craig is looking it
1: up. Go to the internet.
0: Do do, do interwebs.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, <let's> see <laughs> no it was before the Super Bowl
0: the Vikings the Vikings never won a Super Bowl either
1: uh I'm seeing North nope
0: I know they've been to the Super Bowl I did not know they had not won one
1: NFL championship pre-merger 1969
0: Oh, wow okay wait wait well that was the Super Bowl era wasn't it that was before the merger
1: so no right
0: well, when did the Then when did, when was the the Miracle Jets win? Wasn't that
1: sixty-eight? That was was the next year, I
0: think. That was okay. All right, I'm I'm sure Minnesota's won a Super Bowl. Yeah,
1: maybe that's what you're thinking of.
0: Minnesota. Okay, so now I'm searching the internet, and we're doing this live. That's right. Minnesota. They've won the NFC NFC North before. Okay, I'm going to. I'm going to the only source that matters: Wikipedia. Okay, let's see here. Current season, Western Conference, NFC Championships, Personnel Championships,
1: 1969. Uh, prior to merger.
0: While they do not have a Super Bowl championship.
1: Nope.
0: Okay. So what I'm hearing is if the And they, NFC, lost, in,
1: they lost in Super Bowl 4 to the Chiefs.
0: That was 4. Okay, it wasn't 7. Um yeah, because the, the Chiefs won two, lost two of the first three Super Bowls to the Packers. I think they were in Super Bowl 1 and 2 or 1 and 3, and they lost both to the, the Packers badly and then finally won a game in four. And that was like a miserable game. I think the final score was like 7 to 3 or like 17 to 10. It was bad. Yeah. It was bad. It was not a good—that It was that was defensive football at its worst. All right, so what I'm hearing is either way the NFC goes, that is going to be a ch- team's f- chance to win its first Super Bowl. So let's go there. Minnesota at Philadelphia. You've got the Jags over the Patriots. I've got the Pats over the Jags. Who do you have in the NFC game? This one's a little uh, more clear cut in my brain meets. I'm
1: gonna go Eagles because they're home.
0: And I'm going exactly the opposite way, but go ahead. I want to hear your reasoning first.
1: Because the Eagles are at home. And I think I don't know. I think after that last game, I think they're all mentally spent.
0: The Vikings?
1: Yeah.
0: You don't worry about the Eagles being mentally spent with all that Atlanta prep?
1: No, because that was that was such an emotional overload of a game, mm-hmm. and they're playing in Philly. I don't know. I don't think they can. I'm not saying it's not going to be a close game, but I think right. the Eagles are going to
0: come out ahead. I'm going to take the Vikings. I think the Viking. I think as good as the Eagles are defensively, I think the Vikings have too many options. Too many options. Um, and can you imagine if Dalvin Cook had stayed healthy? Yeah. Oh my God. Like both these teams, whoever loses this game has an injury to point at and says, "What if? What if Wentz had been healthy? What if Cook had been healthy?"
1: I'm Can you imagine a- that Bortles against Nick Foles in the Super Bowl? <laughs>
0: that, oh my <laughs> gosh! Oh, who who was the other? I would love it. Who was the opponent the year Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl and Trent Dilfer was the quarterback? Who'd they beat? The was that the Colts? The Raiders. Was that was that Rich Gannon and the Raiders? I think it was. Oh my god! Because that's
1: when they that's when the Buccaneers changed their helmet.
0: Yeah, yeah. That talk about defense wins championships. That was definitely a defense El wins Dragoon. championships. El Dragoon. <laughs> Do you remember those old commercials with oh, Dennis Hopper as the uh, the rogue official? Yep. I loved those. That that was one of my favorite ones. That was the one where he just walks out from behind a pillar and like in a trench coat pulls out <laughs> a tape recorder and starts playing his own voice talking about El Dragón. <laughs>
1: Choo choo-choo.
0: choo, the choo choo-choo. choo. <laughs> was were good. I, I, uh, that was in the early days of like Photoshop. But there was one where he claimed he was on the field for like I think the Immaculate Reception or something, mm-hmm. and he was like, I was like on the sideline going, "Go man, go!" And they showed the historical <laughs> footage, and they actually like photoshopped him in an official's uniform on the edge, waving his arm like, "Yeah, go, go, go!" <laughs> and it was just hysterical. I wish they had kept those going. So I gotta go home and look those up on YouTube now. Anyway, anyway, I'm um, getting really off topic today, so hey, I apologize. It's a fun time. All right, so it is what it is. Unfortunately, we've picked both opposite sides. Yes. So that so means one of we, us is right. So that means, in terms of advancing the conversation, we need to talk about both potential matchups. Uh-huh. So, in your end, it's going to be Jags versus Philadelphia. Yep. Who do you like in that? be a very um, pro Jaguar fan because if the Philadelphia, it, it, if Philadelphia eliminates the Vikes, that whatever local fans show up are going to not care <laughs> who it is that True. they're rooting for as long as it's the, not the team I'm that beats the, the
1: Jaguars. I just, I'm just going I am going by the 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 statement of you win championships with defense.
0: Okay, uh, I I would in that match I would I would take probably I would probably take Philadelphia, but but both teams have really good defense and Blake Bortles is a but I can't th- I can't believe the words <laughs> about <Bortles>. the- and <laughs> I cannot believe the words were about to exit my mouth. But Nick Foles is a more steady quarterback than Blake Bortles. I can't believe I actually uh, just said that. That that'll be one of those things we come back to like three years from now when Blake Bortles has four championships and Nick Foles is back in groceries. That Craig can play in reverb. Is <laughs> the opening of a segment. Oh All right. So man. now the opposite side of it. Yep. Patriots at Vikings, in Minnesota.
1: Uh, just because uh, I just picked the Patriots.
0: I think the Patriots would walk into Minnesota so supercharged.
1: It depends on Brady's hand.
0: He'll be fine by next week. He'll be fine. They may amputate it and give him a cybernetic hand between now and then. <laughs> I mean, he'll wrap it in his magic pajamas. He'll be fine. Still
1: willing to try those if anyone wants to send me a pair.
0: Yeah, I don't really want to. I don't think oh, they I didn't need. say I want to pay for them. Seeing as they're made for athletes, I don't think they make them in 3X, so <laughs> I'm going to pass.
1: And linemen are not little people
0: that's a good point did the linemen make wear the magic pajamas maybe i don't see why not i i that's a good point i don't know i honestly don't know well either way we didn't get to really any lineup stuff i mean i don't even know if fanduel's doing the one stuff. thing i did learn yeah
1: with doing playoffs and uh, dfs oh my god it's crazy it's it's difficult and you really have to
0: stack one game and you've got to find the guy even more so Playing cash games during the playoffs is more like playing tournaments during the season. You've got to find the one guy that is not expected to perform really sharply that's gonna have a great game. It, the Tennessee game, Corey Davis. You started Corey Davis in lineups and you cashed. I did yep. not, so I did not. That's the thing. You have to find that one guy. Now I get it's a shorter slate, so yeah, it's easier still. it's easier to identify the potential breakouts. But it's still really hard because it's a shorter slate. I don't remember who was on my lineup last week, but it was all guys. I was like, this guy's reliable for 10 to 15 points. And I did not win a single pool (laughs) last week. Nope. Terrible, terrible job by me.
1: The beginning of the year and playoffs are not easy.
0: No, no, because you don't know what you're getting. You don't know what you're getting. Because you really
1: don't know until like week two, three, maybe. Yeah. Unless you're playing the Browns.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yep. Start whoever is playing the Browns <laughs> on defense. That's all you need to know.
1: And uh, oh, one other quick thing.
0: Yeah, please. We have uh,
1: time. Twitter. Yeah, I was talking to someone who they were insistent the Jets need to draft a quarterback. Now I also I follow, saw this conversation. I also follow on. the Jets for a long time because of John.
0: Yes, our friend John.
1: Um, can I just say, the Jets have not had any luck drafting a quarterback. And having him start. Yes. At all. He was adamant. He's like, well, you can't have a, another journeyman quarterback. I'm like, well, a journeyman quarterback to me is someone who's been on more than three teams. Which was what Ryan Fitzpatrick is. Oh, no
0: question. He's the definition. Of, he, he, his he picture is. should be if in the dictionary. But
1: if the Jets picked up a quarterback that's been on, say, one or two teams, that is not a journeyman like quarterback Like Alex to me. Smith? Exactly. Exactly
0: because jets would be his third team what
1: happens in New York is they throw you in there and now everyone expects you to perform and you have no freaking clue what you're doing yep none
0: yep none there's two ways to de- there's two ways to get a good quarterback on your team this and it, it, it's very simple there is two ways you draft and develop or you sign someone else's developed free agent <laughs> yep that's it
1: yeah I know that those rookie quarterbacks are very rare
0: that's like, it. Well, but even then they develop Peyton Manning won what two games, three games his first year. Yeah. They said, we're going to throw you to the wolves. We're going to put you out there. We don't expect you to win the first two years, but after that, we're we'll expect you to, to get us in the playoffs every single year. And Peyton Manning was like, all right. And he went out there and he and developed, he became the offensive coordinator.
1: Yes. He basically <laughs> did
0: both, you know, not everybody can do that. He's a unique talent, but, and then you've got like this, think about like, um,
1: the last quarterback that just drafted was Mark Sanchez. Yeah. And look what happened to Mark.
0: <laughs> look at, look at Aaron Rodgers following up on Brett Favre. We all know that Brett Favre was not a big fan of training his successor, but <laughs> <Garoppolo>. <laughs> or, yeah, Aaron Rodgers watched and learned and worked with the coordinator and, and the quarterbacks coaches and he advanced and he became a, a spectacular talent in his own right. It happens. It happens. But you cannot sit there and say to me the Jets have the Jets can't sign a free agent and expect it to go well without drafting. You have to do one or the other. But I'm not a big I don't see I don't see the, I'm going to get myself in trouble for the statement. I don't <laughs> see the Jets coaching staff having the talent or depth of experience to develop a rookie quarterback.
1: I can agree with that.
0: And that's gonna get me in trouble with Jet fans, you know. If John actually listened to our podcast, he'd be emailing me right now, and I don't saying know, he's
1: not a fan of their coaching staff.
0: Well, yeah, but but that's the thing. It's just I don't I I think you need to bring here's the the problem with the Jets is they bring people in and they expect immediate results, right? Unless you're bringing the offensive coordinator and all the receivers over with the quarterback that you're signing, which is near impossible, you're not going to get immediate results. There's no patience in New York. That's the problem. Yep. That's the problem.
1: That's so. with the Giants, too. Yeah. Just yeah. New York sports in general.
0: New York sports in general. We want results now. Yes. Yep. They're
1: Absolutely. very forgiving but they're very hard on people.
0: <laughs> oh yes. Oh yeah. He, I mean Derek Jeter like is like don't forget Derek Jeter's like first two or three years in the playoffs, he played really really well. Uh, the rest of his stats were really above average but not like Reggie uh you know Reggie like but he lived off of that forever. Aaron Judge can play in New York until the end of his days and hit 210 as long as he hits 40 home runs every single year. Yes. And he'll be fine. Because he's established himself. I have never seen a cult of personality like when I went to Yankee Stadium this past year and watched. He came up for his first at bat after a two-hour rain delay. And you would have thought that Jesus just walked up to the plate with a bat in his hands. I mean, they didn't even announce his name. And over the loudspeaker came, all rise. And the place went nuts. My wife was like, what's happening? She was scared. (laughs) She just wanted to see Yankee Stadium. She'd never been to a Yankee game before. She had no idea who Aaron Judge was. It is Amazing the
1: energy involved. Whether you like sports or not, the energy evolving, you know, surrounding sports is pretty amazing. If the you're passion
0: in it. of sports fans is an amazing thing, and that's what my wife laughs at, and actually at the same time, simultaneously, kind of wonders about because she's not a sports fan, so she calls it sportsing just because she's 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 funny, um, and and she just does not she does not understand the passion that sport fans you know entertain. A couple years back, when UConn won its last championship, um, uh, with Kevin Ollie's first year, they when they made the championship game, I broke down and cried. I was on my knees on the floor, crying like a baby, and my wife looked (laughs) at me like I was insane. Well, well, yeah, but that's not that. I was insane for that. And I was just like, you don't understand. They weren't supposed to be able to do this. They're in a place they've never been before. They were the underdogs. This is amazing. I have a personal connection with this place because I went to UConn. It was unusual for her. So, anyway, we got to wrap up. We're almost out of time, despite the fact that we spent most of the episode <laughs> rambling.
1: But, you know, it's that it's, uh, time of the season.
0: You know, so. that's nice, though, at the end of a season where we spent so much time saying, here's the four quarterbacks that I like this week. It's next nice. week we're
1: gonna have to go back and look at our list
0: well no 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 we're gonna save that for the postseason because we have to fill the postseason <laughs> but i mean we're gonna do two weeks of super bowl coverage <laughs> next week we break down the defense of the super bowl teams, <laughs> both of them schemes and everything no we're not gonna do that but we are we will do a, a, a lot of super bowl coverage leading up to it um but uh you know craig final thoughts
1: final thoughts um hopefully the super Bowl will be different
0: yeah where are we it's... watching the super bowl
1: i don't know i'm probably working
0: Oh, that's right. Well, that's not until like seven or eight o'clock. We'll figure it out. That's true. We should, we should, we should get together and watch the Super Bowl, though. And if the Patriots are what in it, not of the February? Patriots fan. Yeah, it's the first weekend of February. All right. We have championships this weekend, then an off week on January twenty eighth, and then the week after is the Super Bowl. All right. right. And I'm taking that Monday off as I a as the a personal holiday. Are good. That's always I the, been
1: impressed with the commercials. You know, last lately. couple of years
0: have been so that, that there's a whole podcast too. We'll do the oh my
1: the, god, the early aughts man was a, was a highlight of Super Bowl commercials. So, which one? The early 2000s.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, like when the monkey was dancing. Oh, on the, yeah, that's
1: great. Yeah, stuff. or the sprint commercial with the filing of grievance.
0: Yes, <laughs> all that stuff was fantastic. So, uh. all right, anyway, um, until next week, next week we'll begin Super Bowl coverage. Enjoy the championship games. I am Britt. I'm Craig. And we are the Football Fig Nuts Podcast.